1: the grant writing and funding podcast where every week i help you grow capacity increase funding and to advance the mission of your nonprofit of your freelance grant writer and nonprofit consultant than many different nonprofits that you work with. All right, so we are gonna be digging in today about how to get paid as a grant writer. That's one of the number one questions I get, that about pricing and marketing, how to get clients. But really, how do we get paid? And this is also really important for nonprofits to listen to because you might be thinking about paying on commission, and we really wanna debunk that. But if you can't get paid on commission, how can you get paid? So stay tuned as we're gonna talk about this today. But before we get there, make sure you sign up to our huge webinar coming up on May 31st, Three Proven Strategies to Start a Freelance Grant Writing Consultancy and Get Your First Paying Client. Do jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 272 to sign up for that free webinar. You are gonna be blown away. It is amazing. We've done it before. We haven't done that in a long time. It is gonna be live. You're gonna love it. Sign up today, so be sure to get registered so you can find out the proven strategies that I've helped so many other people with start their freelance grant writing business. And you'll also be on the wait list for our freelance grant writer Academy, which is opening in June. You do not want to miss out while the doors are open. We've restructured it. It is going to be amazing. But if you want to hear a sneak peek about the impact that the freelance grant writer course had on people, which we're redeveloping into the Academy, it's going to be amazing. Can't wait. Oh my gosh. You guys are just going to love it because now it's going to be a year supportive program. But go ahead and listen to Julianne and to Libby as they talk about their experience.
0: Holly's freelance grant writing course taught me not only the foundations of grants, like how to structure an application and how to research funding opportunities. The course also walks you through from A to Z how to create and launch your freelance grant writing business. It provides a fun and safe place to learn and ask questions, try out your new skills in real time, all while building relationships with an awesome group of people who are passionate about making change in their communities. Holly goes above and beyond to ensure you walk away with all the resources and information you need to succeed well beyond the end of the course. This masterclass gave me an opportunity to build on my own skills, learn and create exciting new opportunities, and ultimately gave me the courage to join a nonprofit development team full-time to expand my knowledge even further. Holly, thank you so much for providing such a wonderful resource and always supporting those taking a chance to learn something new. This class is awesome. Hi, my name is Libby. Currently I work in corporate America, but I'm thinking of becoming a freelance grant writer in my retirement years. I've taken a few courses from Holly, and I really enjoyed the freelance master grant writing course. Besides building my confidence, Holly gives so many tools and resources that you have to use when you're done with the course that you're you're already prepared to take your next steps on your path. Holly creates a very safe and welcoming environment where everyone is supportive, informative, and everyone just cheers each other on. Holly's a great teacher and mentor, and I look forward to taking many more classes with her.
1: We are so excited for that webinar. Once again, jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 272 to sign up for that webinar. So let's go ahead and get into today's topic on how do you charge as a freelance grant writer, right? Like how do you actually make money? This is important too, like for you nonprofits to know how to pay freelance grant writers, right? You might not wanna hire a staff writer. We talked a little bit about that last week. You might actually wanna hire a freelancer instead. So how can you do that? So let's go ahead and debunk first what not to do and the mistakes. So so there's like this urban legend, (laughs) I don't like to call it, going around about paying grant writers on commission. And what I mean by this is, this is the premise. A nonprofit goes to a grant writer and they said hey if you write a grant for us and it gets awarded we'll pay you a certain percentage out of the grant award basically they're not going to pay anything to the grant writer unless it gets awarded and they kind of think this is a win-win thing which it's not we're going to talk about that in a minute They think that, oh, you're gonna work extra hard to get it awarded, and we can just pay you out of that budget, so that's perfect. We don't have to put any costs up front. There are several reasons why you should not do this, okay? So right now, nonprofits, if that's what you've been thinking of how you can hire a grant writer, you cannot do that. One of the main things is that it actually goes against all best practices. So there's a lot of ethics out there on paying grant writers, and the Grant Professional Association really backs that up as well. And this is one of those, all right? So actually paying, and the reason why too, is kind of makes sense, right? You're not going to pay someone for their work unless something that's completely out of their control happens. Do you really think it's in the grant writer's control that the grant gets awarded, right? It is not. And here's why. It might be the fault of your nonprofit. Maybe you're not set up. You're not organized enough. Like, you know, you can't really show a big portfolio of getting funding before. Maybe you don't have all of the right skills from your staff that are gonna be on this program. No matter how well that grant is written, there may be things about your nonprofit that you're bringing to the table that will actually get points deducted or just not points included. It's nothing that the grant writer did, okay? That's one thing. So just open your eyes to that. The second thing, is that maybe you went to the grant writer super late, two weeks before, and they were scrambling to put this grant together for you. So yes, own some responsibility in this. The next thing is that maybe it just isn't a good fit. Maybe your nonprofit found a grant opportunity, but it's not really a good fit, but you brought it to the grant writer, you said write it, they said okay, they wrote it, et cetera. And they might even told you this is not a good fit, but you pressed them to go forward with it. And what I mean by that is it could just be mission drifting, it could be out of the scope of the priorities um, of the funding source, etc. Now, another thing is that it could be a wonderful fit, right? But they just have so many applications. So the funding um, source has so many applicants that year, and they just have a certain amount of money, and it's very, very competitive, and maybe there were some bonus points that you're grant couldn't like actually get, right? Or your nonprofit couldn't get. So right there, I mean, I've written grants that have scored 98, which is extraordinarily high and that have not gotten funded because we weren't eligible for some of the bonus points. So they were actually only awarding like 103 points, right? (laughs) It's crazy. There are those times. So there's a whole list of reasons that your nonprofit may not get that grant awarded that are completely out of the grant writer's control. So not only is that against a best practice, but it's also against a best practice not to pay someone for the work that they put in, right? So if it doesn't get awarded and then they don't get paid for their time, That's not really a good balance. The other thing is that when the grant writer is writing the grant, that is a service. They are doing a service. As soon as that grant is finished, it becomes a product. And that is a product you can use again and again. So even if you don't get the award, um of the grant when you submit it this time you may get feedback and be able to just change a few things tweak a few things and submit it to the next funding cycle and get it awarded and then they might not be contracted with you anymore so do would you give them a commission like there's too many just variables with that and you know so there's a lot in that and the other thing too is that that product that's been created, i.e. the grant that's been written, can be used for website copy, social media posts. Like there's a lot of research and stats and all the things that go into a grant. You can use it and pare it down to write a one-page funding fundraiser appeal. You can, you know, a letter, corporate letter solicitation. You can use it to do so many other things that it can get you money in other ways. You can submit it for other grants, right? So there's so much that can be done to repurpose that product now. So it's not just the service that they're doing for the time that they write it, but it's even if it doesn't get awarded, there's so many things that can be done with that, that grant and it helped your nonprofit just get way more clear on what you want to do, and that is worth a lot. That's a high value, just to become more clear. And that helps you give strategies for how you wanna move your nonprofit forward, the programs you offer, and all of the things. And the other thing is, sometimes funding sources just say no. The first time that they see you come in, they might say no, and that's usually for foundations that kind of averages out to a no for three funding cycles before they say yes. And the reason for this is they kind of want to see that you're going to stick around. They get a lot of applications, right? They get a lot of grant proposals submitted so many that you know they might just see you for the first time and it's kind of like okay seeing you at the bar for the first time right and they kind of want to date you so they want to be actually court and like you know have that relationship where they see you again and again and be like okay this nonprofit's serious they're not gonna dissolve they really are aligned like you have to start a relationship so even that first no can actually be a very good positive thing because at least you're starting the relationship relationship at least you're getting your foot in the door now so in the next couple of cycles you might be able to get funded but if you don't even start you're too scared to even get a no then that might not happen so what the grant writer does now could be a payoff in the long run i've even seen funding sources say no to a grant then come back a year later and say hey we actually have more funding set aside and We have some, you know, and your grant was like the next in line. So we want to fund your program now. I've definitely seen that. That has happened. Um, So these are some major things. Now let me talk about the last major item of why you should not pay a grant writer on commission. And this is because it's actually against the IRS. Like if you look at the OMB super circular, which is like this huge document that the government puts out, Um, on all of their like cost principles and associated with that, of course, is grants. Here's the thing. I can't pay for anything from that grant contract that was done before the contract was signed. That includes writing the grant, all right? So I physically can't take money from that budget. I can't, and the other thing is too, is you have to write in everything you're gonna spend money on in a grant budget, right? And especially a federal grant. You have to write all of that in. So if you wrote in, pay 10% of this, 10% of this budget or whatever, is gonna go to the grant writer, they wouldn't even approve that budget. That would not even be allowable. You wouldn't even get the grant awarded. They would X that part out of your budget, right? Because it can't be done. You ha- And then you'd have to show receipts a lot of times, you have to show like what you actually spent the money on. So you physically can't take that money from the budget and use it for something that's not approved in the budget, i.e., like pay a grant writer for previous work done before you sign that contract, right? You're not gonna sign the contract until after the grant is written and submitted and approved. So you can't pay for anything before the signature was, you know, the wet signature was done, right? And that way it's not even allowable. So you cannot do this, it's like, you know, You don't, you don't want to get all tricky in that. Like that'll get you in trouble. So you have to spend the money on what is approved in the budget that will never be approved. Now I say that all to say, so that's definitely an urban myth. You cannot pay grant writers on commission. It's unethical and it's against best practices and you just can't do it. It's unallowable. Plus there's so many other variables that go into creating this product. So really important. So then how do you get paid as a freelance grant writer? You might be asking. Just like any other consultant, you are paid for a specific scope of work that you provide the nonprofit. So I like to think of this a lot of times as like a website developer. A lot of nonprofits will hire somebody to put together a website for their nonprofit. That is a service that's done, it then becomes a product afterwards, right? The published uh, website. And a lot of times, why does a nonprofit want to create a website? Well, it's so they can get donors. It's so they can get money in through donations. It's so they can get uh, their brand awareness out there so people know about their nonprofit. It's so beneficiaries can access their services. Like there's a lot of reasons, but one of the drivers, so they can get donations and so funding sources can see them. And so they have a presence, right? So just like you would hire a web developer and you wouldn't say, okay, unless we get $100,000 in this year, I'm not gonna pay you or, you know, put any stipulations like that, it's the same with a grant writer. Yes, they are specifically gonna be asking for money for your nonprofit, for programs, or for general operating expenses, or for whatever you're wanting them to write grants for that that you're eligible for. However, they should get paid just the same as any other consultant, as any other service provider, right? And especially because they're also creating a product that you can use again and again and again. So it's not based upon the funding that they bring in. It's really based upon how many grants they've written, right? Have they helped you create the structure of the programs and so that you have outcomes and outputs that you can talk about now? Do you have updated statistics now that really show the need for your programs, right? Are you able to utilize all of this and put it on and repurpose them information and material? That will all lead to get increasing your funding, increasing your brand awareness, and so much more. That is what they should be paid for. Yes, of course we want the funding to roll in as well, but grant writers can never guarantee funding. So how they get paid then is just like you would pay any other service provider. For a certain scope of work, right, for a certain amount of time, you're going to pay them a certain amount. And that way you can really budget for it. So I hope that's helped you really realize how to pay freelance grant writers and for you freelance grant writers out there, I hope it's taken some burden off of you. Remember your worth is in never how much money comes in the door. It's in all of those other services that you really provide and how you're really helping move the nonprofit forward and becoming more clear on what they do and submitting grants and getting them in front of funding sources, right? It's all about the work that you do and that has high value. And the payoff might not be immediate, but I guarantee, (laughs) that's that's a strong word to use you guys. I guarantee they're gonna be in a better position when they utilize your services than if they never use them at all right they're gonna be a a step ahead even if they get nos you know back from funding sources maybe that's actually the first no they need to get closer to a yes maybe they can tweak a couple of things and resubmit all of that work you put in and get a million dollars get a hundred thousand dollars get ten thousand dollars get twenty million dollars all of these hap- things happen all the time, but if they're not writing grants, they're never gonna be in those positions. All right, so that's what I have for you today. Definitely join our free webinar May 31st if you're like, Ooh, I really like some of these nuggets today. And I'm thinking about maybe transitioning into becoming a freelance grant writer, at least having it in the back of my pocket, right? Having that skill set of grant writer and being able to earn a little income, set up a little business on the side so I can pull in some income and so I can test it out or I want to go full-fledged. I am ready to work from home. I am ready to build up some revenue for my life. So if that sounds like you, which I know it sounds like a lot of you out there, you are not going to want to miss this webinar and you are definitely going to want to get into the Freelance Grant Writer Academy that we have redesigned completely. You're going to love it so much. There's going to be a tribe of freelance grant writers out there. Um, this June, we're gonna get you out there and going. I can't wait for it. So if you're ready to really open a business, start a side hustle or start a full-time consultancy, join now, get on the wait list, get on that webinar so you're on the wait list. So when that opens, you can jump in. And as always, I hope you enjoyed this episode today from Grant Writing and Funding. If you loved it, please do subscribe on your podcast player. And would you do me a favor, leave a review. We would love to see those reviews. We always love reading them. And it does help other people find this free resource, this amazing podcast that you guys are all supporting, which means the world to me. Because I know the more of you out there writing grants, and bidding grants, getting funding for nonprofits, just how amazing that changes for the world. So thank you for being along with me for the journey. So for all of our show notes again today, grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 272. (laughs) you <laughs>